Welcome to Logical, the UAE's first and still the only, we believe, legal podcast. My name's Tim Elliott. Logical comes to you from the Dubai-based legal firm HPL Yamalaba and Pleska. And as ever, is the managing partner, Ludmilla Yamalaba. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Tim. Now, this time, it's a very special edition of Logical. We took a, a very short, a quick look at the new UAE employment law uh, recently. And I want to get into detail because there's an awful lot to discuss. I want to try to make this a little bit easier to digest and split this into six relatively easy pieces. Let's move on to part two, uh, Ludmilla, and consider types of work and employment contracts. The, the new law allows different types of work arrangements. So you've got, and I'll just outline them, and if you could run through uh, them for us, full-time, part-time, temporary work, and also project-based work. And this is new, isn't it? Indeed. The previous law almost uh, specifically and exclusively allowed for a full-time employment arrangement and only. Uh, not only that, uh, part of it was the, the law itself, part of it was the practice that existed. That was to, to work legally in the UAE, that was the only option. So not only, only could you work for only on the part-time basis, but you also could only work for one employer historically. And not only that, you also had to um, be sponsored to work legally, to be sponsored by that employer, uh, more or less. Uh, so it was a quite a restrictive um, legal framework, if you will, and um, and penalties were quite severe and uh, repercussions uh, could also, among other things, lead to, for example, deportation. Uh, and we have seen many of those cases. So if somebody was working, for example, the, on the wrong visa. And so then that was all because the law only really was based on the assumption that there was only one type of employment, one, and that you could really only work for one employer. Uh, so while the previous law also had some mention of hourly rate and the, that basically at least in theory had uh, an implication that at least there was some idea of a different kind of a working arrangement but in practical terms that was never applied and uh, all employment relationships in the UE were always full-time and documented in contracts as such. Uh, at least that's if, if they were conducted legally or in, in compliance with the UE laws. Now, this new law uh, clearly has a full new section, and that's Article 7, and it spells out different types of uh, work arrangements. Uh, in addition to full-time, it also allows for part-time, temporary work, flexible work, and any other modes, um, including project-based uh, so this just uh, these are just some examples but a very clear departure from the previous uh, uh, perhaps one type of employment arrangement uh, and uh, just gives you the, uh, the clear flavor as to where the country is heading. Uh, it certainly wants to allow people to have more flexibility in the employment um, uh, landscape. And, and one wants to encourage people to be able to contribute their talents to more than one employer, for example. And let's face it, this day and age with, um, I mean, even perhaps even before Corona, Corona just kind of expedited it, uh, is that you know, social media and internet and such, people really have 
talent uh, that perhaps um, they could benefit the economy a lot more if they were allowed to apply those talents and to share those talents with more than one employer. So let's take doctors. The doctor could be a specialist, uh, yeah, let's say a gynecologist, right, or a skin doctor, and uh, they could be a specialist, and um, but they may want to lend their expertise to different types of hospitals or different types of clinics. Uh, and in the past, there wasn't any really easy legal way for them to do it because they had to be to have a full-time contract with one employer, be on their visa. And then if that employer would agree, they could sort of uh, somewhat uh, informally lend their services to other clinics. But uh, as a doctor or as a, some other highly experienced professional, you can see how that's not very helpful and certainly does not act as a, a motivation for other doctors to come into the country and uh, exercise uh, their profession. Uh, so um, now this is, has become a lot more flexible. So as a doctor, you can have your own visa, in fact, and now you can go and lend your services to different clinics and different hospitals, uh, which is a tremendous benefit to society. I mean, similarly, if you think about uh, the younger generation and all of their new skills and, and services they can offer to the business community, be let's say social media, marketing, advertisement, uh, IT, web design and such. You can see how it doesn't really benefit, for example, for a company to a small company to have their own full-time web designer, but they need those services. So uh, and so what does the web designer, what, what were the previous options for web designer? They had to work for a web design company, for example, and then uh, offer their services through that company. Well, that's not really competitive and certainly is a lot more expensive for the ultimate client or for the end user. Whereas now that same web designer can set up their own little freelance license, for example, and lend their services at a much more competitive rate uh, to uh, uh, different employers. So that's really, it's, it's with that in mind that obviously the employment laws are being changed. And uh, certainly I sincerely believe that they have that effect. And then that we will see, we already have been seeing over the last year, more flexible arrangements, but we will see much more competitive and uh, dynamic employment market because of this new law. Just a very quick word on contracts. I know that full-time employees will all have one type of contract, and that's a limited contract for up to three years, which is you know, one of the, the uh, possibilities at the moment. But there are other kinds of contracts possible, obviously. Yes. Yeah, so in the past, we the, 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 the previous law had two types of contracts listed. One was limited and the other one was unlimited. The limited contract had a beginning and an end. And the unlimited contract obviously just had the beginning and uh, the, no end. So and in relevant terms, the um, the nature of the contract mattered in terms of compensation at the end of employment, for example, uh, be it upon termination or resignation uh, and, uh, and and the benefits and how the benefits were going to be calculated. Uh, so th those are kind of in relevant terms, what the difference between limited and unlimited. And in general terms, the limited contracts were more, uh, more restrictive because they had beginning and an end. And so if an employee wanted to resign earlier than their term of in the contract, then they uh, would walk away from uh, all sorts of benefits.
Uh, but it really depended depended on how long they worked for the company and whether they were being terminated or, resi- or, or they resigned. But but there was, I tell you, from a legal perspective, there was quite a bit of confusion and some gray area in terms of okay, so which one is better? How, how do you calculate? How how do they uh, how do they differ? So it, it was a bit muddy, if you will. So now. Uh, the new law has moved away from the two types of contracts and it only provides for one limited contract. Mm. However, the limited contract, perhaps the, the phrasing of limited contract is somewhat misleading because it suggests that the definition of the new limited contract is the same as uh, under the previous law. But it really only limited in terms of verbiage and it, it says limited contract. The treatment of employees and the benefits to which they would otherwise be entitled to actually perhaps is more similar to what would have happened in the past if they had an unlimited contract. In other words, it's a lot more uh, it's a lot more uh, generous uh, and it's a more it's, it's more protective of employees interests. So therefore, while the contract is there's only going to be a limited contract and this limited contract has to be for not more than three years. Uh, although it can be renewed for equal term or less. Uh, but uh, it's a bit of a misnomer because even if you have a three-year contract, you could terminate at any point in time and you don't actually lose out on any of the benefits as you would have done in the past. Uh, so, um, yes, there's one type of contract. It will be limited, but in terms of the benefits, it'd be more beneficial for employees. Uh, also, um, in terms of the format of the contract, the law mentions that there will be executive regulations that will, among other things, set out a template for this type of uh, uh, an agreement or a limited contract. So there will be a template contract uh, specified in executive reg- regulations. And uh, at least as per the law, these templates will be based on the skill set and the model of the contract. The executive regulations have not yet been passed, so we have not seen the template yet. But what we do know is that companies will have one year from the time the law comes into effect, which is in February of 2022, uh, to uh, bring their practices and their ultimately uh, contracts, employment contracts in line with the new law. Uh, So, yes, one type of contract, limited contract, there will be a template Uh, How restrictive or how formal the template will be, we do not know yet, Uh, but um, I guess the idea is that there will be some sort of uniformity to um, contracts. And this, by the way, will be quite interesting to see because currently in the UAE, we have different types of uh, templates, employment templates, depending Mm -hmm. on where you work. So on the mainland, as a mainland companies, you have one type of template. If you work in free zones, every free zone has its own template. However, over the years, especially free zones have been allowing companies to have their own and more flexible employment contracts. So as per the new law, I anticipate that if there is some kind of a template, it will be a very basic template. And ultimately, companies will have more freedom to have their own uh, contracts drafted. That's part two in the series uh, on the new UAE employment law, the types of work and employment contracts under the new law. That's another episode of Logical. Updates the UAE's employment law in hopefully six easy pieces or one larger podcast, depending on how you like to listen. Ludmilla Yamalova is the managing partner here at Yamalova and Plethka, as ever, a legal expert here on Logical as well. Thank you, Ludmilla. Thank you, Tim. As always, it's been very insightful to be chatting with you.
You can find us at LY Law on social media easily, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, wherever you like. We've also now got a really easy to search library of hundreds of podcasts on all kinds of legal issues here in the UAE, and they are all free to download and listen to. If you'd like a legal question answered in a future episode of Logical or a consultation with a qualified UAE experienced legal professional, click contact at lylawyers.com.